What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. It's the Entertainment Outhouse here. This is Cody Michael, joined by Seth Ott. Oh, yeah. And Jared Buckendall. It's Friday. Turn on that Rebecca Black and cruise up and down that boulevard. Oh, wow. It's going to be great. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Kicking in the front seat and in the back seat. Grab yourself a toilet seat and get comfortable (laughs) because we are here in the Entertainment Outhouse. It's our second second episode of this new venture and uh, want to thank everyone who's been listening in to the first week uh, i guess this kind of starts the second week of our new socially constipated umbrella make sure you guys go link in the description box to our socially constipated pod.com all of our info about all of our various shows is out there as well as some other stuff sponsorships you can join the mailing list as well to keep up to date with what we're doing uh, so again hit that link in the description box. Oh, that's the place to go for comments as well. So we're, we got a lot of topics to cover today. And if you want to weigh in, go do so on that page. Get yourself settled in. We're going to get you about 60 minutes of bathroom material. Commercial free nonstop so, music. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Crazy Ira in the douche. <laughs> <laughs> waka. Waka, waka. I got that one. So. Waka. There we go. Bada boom. All right. Bada the soundboard boom. is ready to go. Bada boom, baby. <laughs> Bada boom. I can already tell we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a fun episode. Lots of good stuff in the news. Several reviews as well. Summer movie season is definitely underway. We're gonna get things going by checking in with the Iron Sheik. He's got a movie related Sheik tweet for us this week. Let's get it. I call you a punk. All right, Iron Sheik has a very important question for us. This is a movie debate. Let's see if you guys can weigh in. He asks, what movie better, Back to the Future 2 or Hulk Hogan Raisin Balls Get Suplexed by the Legend 3? Oh, man, that's a tough one. If it was number two, then that's a different question. Yeah, Um, the third one was not my favorite in this series, I, I will admit. So I'm a little biased here. Yeah, the tone is a little off, and they detracted what made the first two special. I think it's because they changed directors. Like, you really saw it in the third one. There wasn't quite as much carryover. And then they, I don't know, they added Gene Okerlund to the third one. And I like him, but his character is weird. Everything else he's in, he's good, but I don't know. I don't know, guys. You're focusing on the director here. I think what's really important about, about these movies is about the Raisin Balls movie is that who puts the dialogue on the page. It's really about who scrotum. them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you going to... I rarely give out two, but that you fucking got me. With, I have never heard that before. Holy shit. You're right, though. It does. It feels like the, the real point that the Sheik is trying to get across is that uh, Hulk Hogan has raisin balls or... Also, uh, AKA. Squirrel nuts! (laughs) I do have one more. This one is just an emphatic truth that Iron Sheik was tweeting out last week. Something I've been saying for a while now. And I I promise you, I didn't make this up. He wrote this and tweeted it. He said, if you don't watch the hacks on the HBO Max, you are a dumb fucking piece of shit, no good motherfucker. I never respect you. Really? So So he's a hacks fan, huh? He loves hacks. Gene Smart's a, a delight. Yikes, That's, that one scared me from the oh, Sheik. Yeah. yeah. I am frightened. I agree with them. If you don't watch it, you are a dumb fucking piece of shit, no good motherfucker, and I never respect you. Shit, I better watch wow. it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we got some homework. I actually downloaded Hacks. It's on my phone. I just haven't watched it yet, so yeah. I'm going to have to get on that so I can earn the respect of Seth and the Iron Sheik. Yeah, don't be a no good dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I call you a punk. It's occurring to me, too, that I don't know if this is happening, but uh, if anybody is new to Socially Constipated and wasn't a fan of the SoCo show before, they may not know about the Iron Sheik. And we're not going to necessarily bail you out. You should just Google the Iron Sheik or go uh, to Twitter at the underscore Iron Sheik and figure out why he is the legend of the earth and why we read his tweets on 
a lot of our shows. So go check him out. But for now, we got some games to play. We're going to drag. We reached deep into the bag. I had to go get go find a sounder for this one. We're going to go back to an old favorite called Thesaurus Theater. Thesaurus. <laughs> Shouts out, Warrenberg. <laughs> The Saurus Theater. For those who don't remember this game, I didn't either, so I had to go back and listen to an old episode. Cody described it as was basically I take a word and fuck it up with a bunch of random words. That's, yeah. that's what he said on the episode. So as I take a title of a movie, I put each word minus like thes and ofs and stuff like that. I put the words into the thesaurus and then I picked my favorite ones that I found out of there and made a really fucking random title. These guys are going to try and guess. We'll do one guess each. If neither of you get it, I win. Is it The Matrix? Not the Matrix. Damn it. It is, though. So this is the, the fucked up title. The Expel colon referendum generation. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, is that the title? And That's the fucked up. You guys got to guess the, the movie title. The Expel referendum what generation. Was the generation. So the Expel colon referendum generation. Okay. I, I know what this is, but... Do we get a synopsis, too, or it's just the title? It's just the title. I can give you a hint, but I feel like if I gave you the hint, it would give it away, probably. I know what it is. You know this, huh? I do. It, yeah. Okay, it's a movie, It took right? me a while, For some but reason, I, my, yeah. my brain's going towards a TV yep. show. Um, yep, all movies. The Expel. What were the last two? Expelled something generation? Yeah, so it's the, ex the Expel and then a colon. So not the word colon, but a colon. Referendum generation. I, I got nothing, man. My brain is not working today. Um, I, I will say the reason I chose this is it's related to a movie coming out this week. Oh, I think I know it. Okay. You guys say it at the same time. Three, two, one. The Purge election the year? The Purge election year. Yep, you guys got yeah. it. Yeah. That's what's up. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! Jared and I tag team in that one, taking it to the hole. But enough about our weekend. Uh, we did well at the game. <laughs> Ladies, what's up? <laughs> you do double penetration. Yeah, you want to study abroad? We'll show you that Eiffel Tower. Wow. Wee wee pee pee. Wee wee pee pee. Holy shit. I don't even know. He threw me off completely with the wee wee pee pee. Wow. Are you guys going looking forward to the new Purge movie? I haven't. I haven't seen the last couple. Yeah, we were going every That's to every thing. one like once a year, and then just fell off. And once once we didn't go to the whatever, I think it was like the. I think we went for the first three. Mm -hmm. We saw them in the theater, and then I think after that we just decided not to go to the next one, and then we haven't seen any of them since. I think this new yeah. one's the fifth one, so you would have missed what was that? What was the fourth one? The first purge. Oh, I guess also too they had the TV show, so I kind of that also feels like they've had a lot of purge stuff. Yeah, maybe uh, we only saw the two. In the, the first purge. We only saw two. I, yeah. I saw the first purge, and dude, I don't remember a second of that movie. Yeah, I've not heard it spoken about, other than you guys. I don't talk to a lot of people about movies, but like no one I know has mentioned any of the recent ones. But the show, I guess, was good. People said and people are stoked about this new one. I don't know. I would see it. I'm willing to bet that we're not going to miss much by having not seen the, the ones before it, but I don't know. They're less my taste than they would have been five years ago. Maybe that's also the deal. So I'm aware of them, but not super. I'm not going to rush out and see them. I think that's ultimately where I end up landing. Maybe I'll watch them on TBS in two years or something. Very funny. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. So we got the Purge election year making reference to the Forever Purge, which comes out this weekend. Uh, you can see that in theaters, but you're going to need to go to a streaming service or something to see, say it again, Seth. The Expel Referendum Generation. Yeah. That's what we got this week for Thesaurus Theater. <laughs> Thesaurus. All right. Lots of news out there. Relax. <laughs> Lots of news in the TV and movie sphere. So uh, reach on to the back of that toilet and grab that book. We got a little bathroom reading here for you. Sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I forgot you hadn't heard that one. Seth, let's start with you. 
you have what? been very high lately and also very high on an <laughs> HBO drama <laughs> that you caught up with earlier this year. Sounds like we know when season three um, of this big old daddy show is coming out. <laughs> yeah, daddy-o, tell us. <laughs> big old daddy show? I, I don't know. It's a big show. I don't know why. I, I, I failed to come up I with mean, another way of saying it. It's like a big, everyone watches it. Yeah, it's a, it is a family drama, though. So I, and it's all about the dad having power and the kids wanting it. So I guess that kind of counts. But yeah, Succession, season three is confirmed for this fall. They won't release the actual date, but they were unsure whether it'd be this year or 2022. So they did say it'll at least be this fall. So I'm very pumped for that. It's for those who haven't seen it, go to HBO Max right now. Check it out. Give you Cody's password if you don't already have it and binge over a weekend. It's fantastic. I feel like I'm going to watch Succession. I've probably said that before, uh, but I do want to check it out. And season three coming out may be uh, just the inspiration that I need. Do you have any idea if they were shooting this over COVID? Like, are you expecting to see any weirdness? I don't know if they're going to have COVID be a part of it at all, but they were shooting it during COVID. They were in New York after things started to open back up again for a little bit. I think last summer when it went down, or last fall maybe when the curve kind of went down again and then right before it shot back up. But yeah, they were filming during COVID. They had pictures and stuff. Yeah, right before they took <laughs> the blue chew. <laughs> that'll, that'll turn your curve up, that's for sure. This week's episode brought to you by Blue Chew. If you're rocking a softie and you don't want to be, then reach for a Blue Chew. Wish we were. I, I'm blue actually chew. working behind the scenes to try to get us a sponsorship, so stay tuned, people. You should get us like That'd a... That'd be pretty fucking awesome. Get us like an off-brand Blue Chew. <laughs> Which is already an off-brand Viagra. Get us like, here's some airheads. Just like something that has you can't even pronounce the name, and like when you take it, your skin turns green. So basically, the stuff that you get in truck stops in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yep. Oh god, got some horny goat weed in this one. (laughs) Jimbo's fucking rooster rocket booster. That's uh... that's a sketch right there. Get yourself a fast and hard cock. I don't know why it barked like a dog. <laughs> I'm not sure it's either. Supposed to but be a chicken, but I don't know. Keep that energy, though. I like where your head's at, Jared. Blue Chew, if you're listening, this is the kind of quality advertising you can expect if you work with Socially Constipated. We have years worth of dick jokes that we can turn into puns for your business. So give us a call. Mail at sociallyconstipatedpod.com. That's how you can get a hold of us and give us money. Can you guys imagine if we got paid to make dick jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Some might say that's my dream. We already kind of do because the wankers give us money, and that's our, that's also kind of a dick joke. So it's wow. two and one. I guess you're right. to go from here. Sometimes, we hit it big. Sometimes you got to take inventory and realize that dream you're chasing, you might already have it. It's right in front There's of you. There's a lesson there. Yeah. Wow. I wish there was I'm a way to know you were in the good times. That's right. Yep, that's true. Shouts out Andy Bernard. Well, now you got me feeling uh, sentimental. Let's just completely flip the mood on its head. Seth, speaking of HBO TV, we all last year got really into The Vow, which dove into the Nexium cult and uh, specifically its leader, Keith Raniere, but also Allison Mack, who was formerly of Smallville fame, uh, was involved in this cult. Yep, exactly. (laughs) And I haven't, you're going to have to catch us up on this, Seth, because what I'm hearing is that there was some legal activity revolving around Allison Mack that just happened today. Yep, yep. Her sentence finally went through three years in prison. I didn't realize, I knew Keith Ranieri was in jail, but I didn't realize it was a 120 year sentence, so he's not getting out. Fuck, I I didn't know that either. I think he'll he'll make it. (laughs) Through the science of uh, Nexium, he's going to be able to stay alive that long, and he'll actually be younger when he comes out. Hopefully there's a volleyball team in there for him. <laughs> oh They're probably going to be playing volleyball with him. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yikes. They're going to volleyball. Again, Blue Chew. Yikes. Yeah, Blue Chew. Yeah, shout out Blue Chew. Please, show me your dick! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she is three years in jail. She'll be, I think she's like 38 now, so I guess she'll still be relatively young, so it's not like Keith Raniere where he's going to be like 180 when he gets out, so... I guess it's at, I mean, it's definitely, it probably should be longer. There's, I know there's an argument of like, did she, you know, was how much of it was her being brainwashed by him too and blah, blah, blah. But she, they, there was multiple people they can account to her directly for having been essentially raped, branded and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So she definitely deserves jail time. I'm sure this will be it because they're going to do another season. They already, they announced another season of The Vow. So this will definitely be on there. 
apparently Keith Raniere and his phone calls will be on there. So we'll get to see it all play out behind the scenes soon, I guess. Aside from Keith and her, was anyone else, did they get any time or get any into any sort of trouble or anything? Don't. He had like a right-hand lady. I want to say her name was Nancy. I yeah. can't remember. That was yeah. like with him. She was his ride or die for like ever. And she is also, I think, in prison. But I don't really know. Do you know what the charge was against Allison Mack? Was it like accessory to his crimes? Because I mean, she did fucking groom these people yeah, and kind yeah. of traffic and kidnap and um, enslave some of them. Three years sounds like way too little to me. She got off way easier than yeah. I think she could have. Crazy that this stuff exists. Watch out out there, people. I think the lesson in The Vow is if something seems too good to be true, it, there's mm -hmm. a very good chance it, it is. And so if someone's offering you a miracle cure to your entire life, approach that with a healthy amount of skepticism. As soon as you see a brand come out, probably should go. Yeah, you don't yeah, want that. just run. Yeah, also if someone has a picture of you naked, like that's yeah. less awful than being branded. So just like, you know, this, this maybe makes it sound like we're victim blaming, but it, these people weren't probably of... No. of all of their wits when they were making these decisions. I don't no, mean to blame weren't. them. But if you do find yourself in that situation, fucking go. There's not really any situation <laughs> where being branded, unless you're like a douchey man from the Midwest and you want like a fucking horseshoe branded on you, those guys, fine, do whatever you want. I mean, we talked about it when, when with the review, Keith Raniere could have ran for president and won. He was mm -hmm. that fucking charismatic. So those people were, they were brainwashed, essentially. It, they thought he was fucking God. They thought he could cure stuff and change people and make everyone better. No, I'm not. I definitely, it, we talked about it in the review. Like, we could have seen ourselves buying into it. Absolutely. 100%. So, yep. yeah, no. I was just saying, if there's a brand, run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of there. If you Let this be your alarm clock go off in your head. Scary stuff. I don't know. You can't solve all your problems in life. But the problem that we can help you solve is soft dick. Uh, go to bluechew.com <laughs> and... Type in the code uh, socially constipated, uh, you'll get nothing. Yep, that's exactly... I thought it was a great time to make a dick joke. I'm not sure why. Anyway, let's move on away from that uh, grenade of a story. Allison Mack, you get a healthy fuck you from those of us here at Socially Constipated. Mm -hmm. uh, we hope you get what's coming to you, and we hope it ends up being more than three years, even though it probably won't, because you're white. She'll probably. Let's go on to <laughs> some MCU news. <laughs> Jared, I want to I wanna have you uh, describe this to the crew, because I know that you covered this over on your TikTok channel, which is, by the way, JBuck Studios on TikTok. Make sure you go catch everything JB is putting out. It sounds like there was a after-the-fact alteration that was made to the finale of WandaVision, question mark? Tell the folks at home what I'm talking about yes, here. Yes, Mephisto. Yes. Mephisto, baby. He is alive and he is messing Ooh. with all the shows. It's been the devil in the details, people. Cody, thank you for plugging my uh, social medias. I never do it, so thank you. So apparently uh, this popped up, I think, on Sunday. Someone had noticed that the ending, there's a post credit scene of WandaVision episode... <laughs> nine or whatever the last episode and then someone had noticed that they changed all of the coloring like the color grading is very much different the trees are fuller there's a duck that got taken out so apparently he got canceled no longer uh. working yeah that duck hopefully he's not gonna affect aflac hopefully they're not related at all but also <laughs> there's this kind of floating blurry image that is floating down from the sky down to the cabin of where Wanda is at the end of this the show. Spoilers for people who haven't seen this, but this is what happens at the end of this episode. So people, obviously, some big uh, breakdown MCU people. Myself, I'm cashing in on those views, baby. Started to uh, put oh, on our yeah. conspiracy hat of why did they re-edit this? Is the blur Vision? Is the blur Doctor Strange? When did they edit this? Did they edit this after the previous episode of Loki, because there's something that happened in that episode that potentially could send some ripples through the MCU. So it, it was very much this uh, conspiracy type thing. And I have seen some videos come out and just explain that like, hey, no, dumb, dumb. They literally cropped this out in Premiere to fix this one little lighting thing, but then they forgot to unblur it and that's why there's that motion blur, but it doesn't add or explain why you would edit any of that scene. Why would you go back and mm -hmm. change the trees, right. the color grading, remove certain things, zoom in on certain things? Again, it might be just it, it's a simple editing error because I can see how or why. We'll see if they change it because, again, you know how Disney is where I think they went into The Mandalorian, like three episodes or three days 
after one of the episodes because you could see one of the crew members and they took him out. So if they don't oh, take this out, then there's something else there, I would say. I don't know if you guys had time mm. to oh, look yeah. at this. Yeah, I saw the, the I saw it didn't look like yeah, much Yeah, I saw your breakdown of it. I think I, the questions I have are, one, why do it, yeah. right? Like, you could just not touch it. And if it is, like, to fix it for posterity, fine. But it's strange. It's a strange thing. And maybe this is one of those things that happens more commonly than we would know if people weren't pouring over every frame of MCU stuff. I guess the, the question that it raises for me, I don't, I think if this is somehow a story thing, one, that would surprise me. But also, I don't know, maybe it wouldn't. Nothing really surprised me out of Disney and the MCU. I think they, they fully expect us now to have watched everything, for one thing, and maybe to have rewatched things. And to, to your point, Jared, we'll avoid Loki spoilers here, but there's potential that this could have also happened in other MCU things. And if this is a ploy to get us to go and check out other things, that pisses me off mm -hmm. a lot. And I can see how you could see it as like a cool story thing and they're playing with the medium and all that. Again, this is all assuming it's intentional. I don't mean necessarily to assert that. But if it is, I hate that. I think it's dumb. I think it's like really showing your fans that you don't fucking care about their time if you're expecting them to go do this. So maybe it's just as a troll to the screen grabbers out there, but I don't like it if it was intentional. If it was an accident or if it's meaningless, then like fine, I guess. I'm sure this kind of stuff happens, but I hope it's not the kind of thing that they're going to be intentionally doing in order to support some sort of story arc because i don't think that's very cool yeah to do. that's my opinion yeah yeah i think it's probably just nothing i'm just curious on why you would even touch it like why change the trees why change why remove a duck mm -hmm. like what it's such a small little thing that who who cares like why would you do that but then also i'm thinking like who the hell found this who's watching wandavision and then noticed <laughs> yeah. that this was different I probably could have watched it a hundred times and never noticed. There's no way I would have no, noticed. No, absolutely not. And Cody, I absolutely agree where, you know, I'm putting my conspiracy hat on where I could see them potentially doing it and playing with kind of the current events that are going on. But I think that's almost way too ambitious for what they've already done because it's like you're going to have to go back to a handful of these movies and change something. And then on the flip side of what you said – What's the point of even watching these movies the first time if you're going to go change them? It's got to be set in stone. You know, there's director's cuts and stuff. That's There's a reason for that because that's a completely different film or a vision, essentially. If you're going to go back and change, you know, a character says a different line and that entirely changes a scene, that changes a lot of things moving forward, potentially. Therefore, the time that I spent watching the movies the first time was pointless. And again... It, this is me being that... crazy conspiracy. I don't think that they would put the time and energy and money into doing this kind of giant ARG type thing. Mm -hmm. It feels completely unrealistic and silly and all that. But I also said that once upon a time about them making us watch the shows was like, that's too much. We're already going to your movies. Don't fucking make us watch the shows in order to understand the movies. And now I'm not mad about that because the shows are dope. <laughs> I'm still not going to go back and rewatch everything, but I don't know. I'm hopeful that it's just they fucking had a system update and this is a prior edit of the show or something simple mm. like that. I do wish they would come out and say that, though. If that's what it is, I'd rather them say, no, we just fucked up. Don't spend 15 hours. Because you know someone right now is looking frame by frame through everything in the MCU to find <laughs> changes. And yep. they could save those people a lot of time by just saying, nope, it was an accident. It's not a thing. And the longer that they go without doing that, the more people are going to think it's a thing. And this only could happen in the MCU. It's the mm -hmm. only place it could happen. <laughs> I think now almost looking back at it too, it's like, what if you own a physical copy of the movie? It doesn't change then. You'd, you'd <laughs> yeah. only be able to change stuff on their streaming service, which would then cause even more confusion. So I think that, yeah, it's got to be just an editing error, but it's like, why would you edit that? Like, who was complaining about that scene and needed, oh, we need to make it brighter, the tree's a little bit more lush, and that duck is a piece of shit. Get him out of there. Maybe it was Howard the Duck. Maybe. Oh, now you're oh, see, new conspiracy. Yep, see? Gosh, I gotta have gotta my, hold my headphones in, Get a million in my views. hand. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look elsewhere in the MCU. This is a quicker piece of news. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever has started filming in Atlanta. A lot of talk around this, I think obviously centering around 
Chadwick Boseman, what are they going to do with T'Challa and his character? There's been a lot of talk from the cast and the crew about we're doing this like in his memory and it's something that we hope he would have liked and all this. Not really much in terms of news here other than very excited that this is happening and can't wait to see what they do. One way or the other, I'm just excited to get back to Wakanda. That and just more generally filming is seems to be back in full swing. If they're shooting fucking MCU movies in Atlanta again, then it feels like we're back. So hopefully the COVID stuff continues to trend in the right direction and we don't have to go back into hiding, but it seems like we're there and we're going to start getting these movies again. So that, that's pretty exciting. Let's take a look at some of, we got uh, a few trailers uh, that have come out in this last week that were of note. And I'll admit, I have not seen any of these. So all I know is that there has been reaction online to them. Seth, why don't we start with you? This is a property I know people are pretty familiar with. And I've seen a still from this trailer and it scared the fuck <laughs> out of me. So interested too. to hear your take. <laughs> that's all I've seen too is the still. I, I did not watch the trailer, but a children's classic. Something that we would, it was on PBS, wasn't it? Clifford the Big Red Dog. Hell yeah, man. Was on PBS. With, uh, was it Sue? Arthur. Wait. Sue Emily Ellen. Elizabeth. Oh, Emily Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Who is Sue Ellen? I was, what the hell? I say Arthur is also on yeah. PBS, but yeah, I don't remember the characters. But yeah, they're doing live action Clifford. The dog looks fucking crazy. <laughs> Not good. I can't. We were talking uh, last night. I couldn't tell if it's a CGI Clifford or if it's by the still. If it's a CGI Clifford or if it's like they recorded a dog, <laughs> they made like, him kinda, big, <laughs> 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 blew him up. <laughs> Because it looks some the tweet I saw said the still that that looks like Clifford's like fake behind them says this looks like an ad for uh, depression medicine. <laughs> oh my god! It does now. <laughs> oh wow! So I don't know. I, I think that'll be a, a maybe a movie to to enjoy uh, maybe some drinks or some recreational oh, just make fun of it because it looks fucking dumb. It I, looks like whoever made it was on recreational. Yeah. Yeah, this looks CGI to me, but it also just looks like you took like a golden retriever and just uh, pup and just dipped it in Kool-Aid. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. exactly what it looks like. It's like we dipped him a couple times. I don't oh, know yeah. who asked for oh, this. Oh yeah, based on the beloved book series. Yeah, I don't Big know. Pup. Jared, did you actually watch this trailer? No, oh. I, this is the first time I'm seeing it right now. I saw some stills, and I hope there's a scene of it taking a dump on the sidewalk. Just the biggest shit. Yeah. The cast they have in here is actually not bad. Yeah, they got Keenan. Yeah, Thompson there's uh, Jack Whitehall, who's pretty Tony big. Keenan Thompson, Tony Hale. I don't know this little girl, but the dog That's, seems uh, is not the choice. Oh yeah, it is. Any chance we can get a Sonic redesign of Clifford? Do you think if we start a Twitter campaign? I still want the fucking old Sonic. Yeah, I want to. I want to see that. I need that. That should have. That should have been on the Blu-ray as an alternate. One hundred percent. I would have bought three of them. Yeah. If I would have been able to watch <laughs> that, I would have put them on three different screens at once just to watch that awesome Sonic. <laughs> he looks like he was on that crack for like three weeks straight. <laughs> they took him to rehab. He got sober. Yeah. I want like a Gremlin-style horror movie starring that version of Sonic. I think that would be better. And, but he's voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, it's me, Sonic. I'd watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> hey, asshole. Hey, go hey, fast. Asshole, I gotta go fast. <laughs> it's me, Sonic. Come over here. Get me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Someone somewhere make that happen. The, yeah, some, that's an edit. That's an easy enough edit. And uh, I'm here to plow. <laughs> gotta go fast. As you were saying that, we were playing the, the video from the Clifford trailer, and he full-on eats a pug, like, whole. Gets the entire pug in his mouth, and then he just spits it out because it's dirty or, or tastes bad or whatever. Hopefully they steer into the horror of it, and Clifford's eating people mm -hmm. and things. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it takes a Cujo turn halfway through, and the reason he's red is because he's a murderer. Oh, it's the blood of his victims. Yep. That'd be fucking awesome. Let's get that movie. Let's get that movie. Whoever's putting that out. PBS. This next movie that we're going to go to is a sequel to a horror movie. Maybe there's going to be some blood and some people getting eaten. This is not one that Seth and I saw. So, Jared, I want to know how stoked you are on this upcoming oh, sequel man. based on the trailer that just dropped man, this week. I, I guess I didn't realize that both of you hadn't seen this movie. This movie, uh, Don't Breathe, was the first one that came out in 2016, I think. There was moments, you know, like the first time you watched A Quiet Place where there's tension and no sound and stuff. That happens quite a bit in this movie because the first one, because it's a blind dude, people break into his house, and they're just trying to get out. And they had been talking about this trailer for a sequel or a sequel coming out and whatnot, and this trailer is very confusing where it almost might be a prequel. 
because the way the first movie ended does not look like how this movie is playing out at all. And I will say they, they show quite a bit, maybe a little too much in this trailer, but it looks more kind of action heavy. We have Steven laying back and he's like an old jacked angry man who can't see anything. I don't know how I feel. I, I If it's a sequel, it doesn't make any sense unless they explain it away in a sentence. One thing that's really odd, I was reading an article right before the show, and they said that he is not an anti-hero. They are calling him an anti-villain. And then everyone commented, so a hero? So a hero? And they're like, no, yeah. no, no, he's an anti-villain. And they're like, so a hero? <laughs> so that's why I'm very kind of confused what's going on in this movie. Are they trying to coin a term for a villain with whom you empathize? I, I guess, because honestly, that that's, what that's that how this trailer looks, where you are supposed to be on his side, or I felt on his side, but I'm thinking to myself, this was not a good guy if we're going off of the first movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know I didn't see, I haven't seen it, but I know what happens in that movie, and I don't think I'm, I want to root for this guy at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think we should just call them Jokers. If you want to give us a villain and try to tell us why and have us try to sympathize, just call them Jokers. That's what it is. You're trying to make Joker. Cruella should have just admitted it was Joker, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I we'll want, see. I want that to become a new genre now of the anti-villain genre. <laughs> so that we can point no, to Don't Breathe, too, as what started it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's coming out in, I think, August, so like a month and a half from now, which is crazy. Like, I'm liking that these trailers are dropping, and they're like, hey, this comes out next week. Yeah, more of that, please. I don't want to see a trailer for something that's coming out next summer. Just don't even tease me with it. Um, give it to me now. Jared, we're going to stick with you here to break down another MCU trailer. This is the second trailer. What did we learn now that we hadn't already with Shang-Chi and its second trailer Shang- released this last week? Shang-Chi, baby. MCU, man, we're getting back into it and everything. I don't know if you guys had seen the first trailer at all for this. I did. You did? Yeah. Seth, did you at all? I don't know. I think I've seen one at the theater, but I wasn't really paying attention. I think I was like fist deep in some uh, pretzel bites. Mm, so. I thought you were just going to say someone's girlfriend, but never mind. <laughs> uh, pretzel bites, he, uh, he's a good dude. Oh, there's a twist. Easy. But yeah, basically this is more of the story of what's going on in there and in the, the lore and how people are related to one another. Basically... I would say almost stay away from it because I like going into these movies not knowing what the hell I'm going to see or going on and just the vibe. But I will say that this does feel like a different piece of the MCU that we haven't gotten. And that's crazy to say because we've gotten 25 movies where they've slowly started focusing on different aspects or like how these movies are. Like Ant-Man was almost like a heist movie. This one feels very much like you took that flavor of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, put it into a Marvel movie, but then there's almost like this family element of carrying on a mantle as well. It looks cool. Like, out of the MCU movies coming out this year, this is the one that I think I'm looking forward to the most. At the end of the trailer, there's also kind of a quick shot of some familiar faces. I don't know if I I should spoil it. Or let people... I think we shouldn't. Okay, yeah, I won't I know say what you're anything. talking about. Basically. I think we shouldn't. Basically, yeah, just, yeah. I'm talking about the trailer, but don't go watch the trailer. You're, if you're an MCU fan, you're already going to watch this movie. It looks cool. It looks cool. It looks good. I'm looking forward to it. This is one of those cases I'm, I'm really stoked, Jared, that you're watching everything for the content because this is this has always been my concern with MCU. Like, I'll watch the teaser, but then not anything else because I'm afraid they're going to tell me too much mm-hmm. and show me all the sick shots. Reactions to this have been strongly positive, though. People are really cranked for Shang-Chi, and I am among them. I think the crouching tiger element of it is super fucking dope. Let's get more kung fu. As long as they don't hyper-cut it up like they have in other MCU movies, I think this is going to be really sick. So we'll keep an eye out for Shang-Chi later this year. So trailers for that, Clifford and Don't Breathe 2, are out there now if you want to go check them out. And I think, yeah... That's going to wrap up our trailer talk and also wrap up our bathroom reading for the week. Sitting on the toilet. Now flush. (laughs) (laughs) While you're washing your hands, we're going to hit you with some reviews. Here's some things that have come out this last week. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I hated it. 
All right, Seth, let's start. Uh, you, you've been our HBO uh, guy today, and we're going to take a look at a, uh, I guess this is a drama series that's had a lot of eyes on it and just finished up its season. Yeah, I'll be real brief because it's been out for a little bit, but Mare of Easttown stars Kate Winslet. That's Rose from Titanic, correct? It is, yeah. Okay, cool. She is unrecognizable in terms of like, she she does, she's perfect Philly, like that, that just takes place in Philly or near Philly. So she's got like that perfect accent immediately falls into that character she's awesome but essentially she's a detective who is kind of like the star of the town she was like a star basketball player growing up and then went into law enforcement became a detective but she has been unable to solve a murder case for the last year (gasps) or not a murder missing person case for the last year then all of a sudden another person shows up dead in the in a river as well so there's a mystery going on there. So a couple of mysteries going on. But the main part of the story here really is her and her life and like stuff she's been through with her family and like stuff she's been through being like the prodigy and the star of the town and not wanting to be that and the pressures and things like that. Really a story over generally like self, I, I guess like self healing in a way. You see a lot of like growth with her character over time. The cast in general is pretty awesome. Roy from The Office is in it. Uh, he plays her ex-wife or ex-husband. Jean Smart, again, I've talked about her a million times. She plays her mom. There's a couple of scenes in here where it's like she could win an Emmy for this, if for best supporting in a drama, as well as win the Emmy for best uh, lead actress for a comedy, which would be awesome if she did that. I think she deserves it for both those roles, but she's great in it. Supporting cast in general is awesome. I it's only it's seven episodes limited series so this will be the only season I, I would assume I guess it's like uh, I just saw today that Good Omens show on Amazon is supposed to be a limited series that got picked up for a season two so I guess shows are doing this more and more now we've been seeing I wouldn't be opposed to another season of Mary East Town but I I love that it. it's awesome really good mystery they keep you guessing the entire time and again there's a really good personal story that I even got a little wet eyed watching oh, so no. uh, squirted a few. It'll definitely pick up some Emmys or at least be nominated. So definitely check it out. Very gripping. Very, it's funny too. It's like actually super funny at times. And overall, very entertaining. This had a ton of buzz while it was airing. And I know the finale was a huge fucking deal. If you missed it, it's getting the thumbs up from Seth to go watch on HBO Max. Jared, let's flip to you here and go to a Netflix release that we covered a while back. Or maybe we didn't cover, but you did cover on JBuck Live, I believe. And it's a, uh, I guess, a historical plan with history a little bit. I know this is one you were looking forward to and and you watched right away. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Ever since I heard the essentially premise of this, I was like, I am watching this day one. So it's called America, the motion picture. And essentially it's like a huge kind of uh, dig on American history where they're just playing with things and uh, base. It's very satire, tongue in cheek during the American Revolution against the Redcoats, the Founding Fathers, all of that. Like, it's so self-aware, sarcastic, hilarious. Like, it is ridiculously fun. It very much has this, like, bro energy, beer drinking, chugging, doing all of that humor. There's, like, a joke every 10 seconds. Like, I had a good time with it. Again, it's probably not going to land for everyone where, again, the, the humor is very specific. But the voice cast of getting Jason Manzukis who I love as Sam Adams, who is essentially just a frat bro drink, drinking beer the whole movie. Like, it's really funny. <laughs> they make Thomas Edison a woman, but it, like a scientist, essentially. Paul Revere ends up turning into RoboCop, but a horse. It doesn't make any sense at all. Like, it, it it's very tongue-in-cheek, though. Again, they, they have this long bit about a bar called Vietnam, and then them going in and staying there too long and then blowing it up and be like, that didn't accomplish anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So if any kind of that humor lands for you or you you kind of are looking forward to it, pour a couple drinks, watch this with someone, have a good time because I was laughing quite a bit. There's a lot of jokes, a lot of background gags and whatnot. It's, It's fun. It's a good one. I think it's like an hour and a half. I guess it was like loosely based on a satire novel or something. Benedict Arnold is a werewolf. <laughs> I have no idea why, but it's just, it fits with the tone of everything. Jesus. Yeah. This is, 
I think you just decided for me what I'm doing to celebrate the 4th of July. Yeah, the, I think yeah. Independence Day is going to be spent yes. with this one. Wow. Budweiser, some hot dogs, and America, the motion picture. I, honest to God, am shocked that this happened, Jared, but you just gave me an oh, excellent yeah. segue. Yep. Because Benedict Arnold is a werewolf. I don't know, Seth, whether or not he Ooh. is in this next movie, but it sounds like he could have been. He could have been. He is not in it, though. Uh, the movie is called Werewolves Within, which I didn't know until recently, a few days before I saw it, based off of a video game. Still don't know anything about the video game. But essentially, this is a, a movie where uh, the star of it, Sam Richardson, he moves or he basically is forced to move to this small town where people are disappearing and there's rumors of lichens. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Werewolves? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Rumors of lichens and like kind of myths and people joking about it and stuff and He's trying to figure out what's going on with these murders. He's a forest ranger, I believe, so he's not. He really doesn't need, or he's just a ranger. So maybe he's not necessarily forest. Like but a he power he's ranger, not like a cop. Yeah, he's got a morph coin. And everything. <laughs> oh shit! Cool. Sick. Uh-huh. I'm there. Say no more. <laughs> and so he is trying to figure out what's going on and who who the werewolf might be. And then they get trapped in a house for a while. There's a bunch of people trapped in the house, and one of them is the werewolf. So it's got a little bit of a clue thing going on too. It's kind of fun, but. In terms of the, like the style of the movie, it's a comedy and a horror. There's a lot of like jump scares and things like that. It's never like creepy or too like frightening, but the jump scares are pretty effective, even though I hate them. But then the comedy portion of it is actually um, pretty effective as well. Some really funny jokes. The lead actress in it, I can't. What's her name? She's in the. She's in the. Um, AT and T commercials. AT and T commercials. Yeah. Do you, you? What's her name? Michaela Van Trump. Yeah, Van Trump. Like yeah. Um, yeah. She's the female lead in it, and she's hilarious and just charming as hell in it. So they, they, her and uh, and Sam Richardson spent a lot of time together in the movie, so they're pretty good playing off of each other and stuff. There's a few, like, I wouldn't say cameos, but, like, character actors who pop in and out and play little small roles. People that you would just know looking at them, who they are, but you couldn't say their name if you tried. Like, people who've been in a bunch of shit that mm-hmm. just play really small bit parts. <laughs> cast of those type of people but all very funny i enjoyed it though it's pretty fun if it's playing in your theater maybe go check it out if you like that kind of comedy horror vibe but otherwise if it's on vod or netflix it's worth a worth a watch this does sound fun to me i may check this one out and i've not seen that michaela van trump i hope i'm getting her name probably not in anything but i like her in those commercials so uh, this sounds like something i could i could get into i did not expect to get a nice segue but sam richardson also appears alongside Chris Pratt in this next one, Jared, Hell from uh, yeah. Amazon Prime. I'm glad Prime. you picked that one up, man. That was a good transition. Wow. <laughs> Look at this. Let's see, if we, I hope... let's see if we can transition into the last one perfectly, too. Man. I bet we can. All right. I bet we can. All right. <laughs> this new movie coming out this Friday, Amazon Prime, baby. You got that Prime? You can watch this movie. Right when you're oh, listening shit. in your ear yeah. holes, this movie is available. Tomorrow War. It's a sci-fi movie and essentially soldiers from the future come back into the past because the world is being taken over by aliens and they need people from the past to go into the future to fight that's the premise i didn't know anything about this movie until i watched it last night so i was like okay let's do this i'm I'm ready for a good sci-fi movie i like the idea And I really (laughs) liked the kind of design of the aliens. Like, I thought they were going to hide them in shadows and whatnot the whole time. But when they popped out, I was like, Jesus Christ, what is this thing? And especially the way that they interact with uh, the other characters, the environment, and their weapons or powers or whatever are really cool. But my lord, was this movie a fucking train wreck, dude. Oh, no. It was I I paused the movie, and I'm like, are we anywhere near some of the action or any part of the movie that I'm going to care about? It took 45 minutes for anything noteworthy to really happen, and it just, it felt like a very clunky, poorly edited, straight-to-sci-fi channel movie, which is so odd because it's big budget, it's got Chris Pratt, it has uh, Sam, it has uh, J.K. Simmons, like, it has a lot of talent in there. But it just felt like it was just so poorly edited, and the CGI does look like a sci-fi channel movie at times. The dialogue is poor, and a lot of the, uh, like, hey, why are we doing this right now? And then they just exposition it away. It just, oh, man. It was a bad movie, man. It just did not work for me at all. Like, again, the idea right there of going back in time to get these soldiers to the future 
is such an interesting idea because they kind of draft people because they're like, we know you're not going to live that long. So like that, oh, that shit. brought in okay. an interesting angle of, oh, so they're taking certain people because they know like they, they're disposable. But it doesn't go into that at all. And once they're in the future, people had, who have never been to the future are the ones being the leaders, and it just doesn't make any sense. I think it's just logic, man. That, that, that was the biggest thing here, where I was hoping for a great sci-fi movie, and it honestly turned out to be more of a mindless sci-fi action type movie. So, Can I give... I, I, I've not seen a lick of this, even like a trailer, mm-hmm. but I know it stars Chris Pratt. I'm going to say something and I want you to tell me if it's accurate. And I want to remind everyone before I said it, I don't know anything about this movie. Does Chris Pratt play like an everyman, but he used to be really skilled in the art of fucking killing people. And he's the one who gets recruited from the past to go to the future. And they make him a leader for some reason, (laughs) even though he doesn't know anything about the future. And he's trading on his like lazy ass Chris Pratt charisma, but it's not working the entire movie. Am I close? So you saw the movie. <laughs> and okay. the funny thing is, okay, okay. Yeah, that basically <laughs> everything, you, everything you said, 100%. But the thing at the very beginning of what you said where he used to be a skilled fighter or whatever, they say in one sentence, yeah, I used to be in the military. That's it. None of it is shown. <laughs> he has literally just said, yeah, I was in the military. And then boom, he's in the future. That's Chris Pratt. He's always... Sounds awesome. It doesn't matter what it is. He can talk to raptors. He can um, uh, um, shoot stuff. Um. He can do space. All that stuff, Chris Pratt. I'm I'm kind of sick of Chris Pratt. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. If it's not a comedy, I don't really care to see Chris Pratt in it. He's not doing the action star thing for me. I will say there were quite a few scenes where I don't know if it was the lighting or the way his hair was, but I'm like, dude, just cast him as Indiana Jones. He looks just like a young Harrison Ford. That's it. It's right I'd there. I'd watch that. Yeah, I would watch that for sure. Well, it's a bummer that Tomorrow War was a, a little bit of a stinker. If you want to see it for yourself, again, this is available. So go today. check that one out if you would like. If It sounds like this is one that maybe is going to have some violence, but it's probably tame enough to watch with your family. That is going to be my segment or segue into this last one. Jared, I have no idea why, uh, but you made your way out to the theater to see what I'm certain is this year's biggest movie so far. Tell us about what they're doing with cars this time. Oh, (laughs) man. Fast 9, or F9, F9, the Fast Saga, baby. (laughs) Family, Coronas, Fast Cars, and literally logic out the window. They're going to space, baby. They're taking a fiero into space yes we need to go to space <laughs> that is entirely he didn't say a vergara yeah, after no space, they're gonna said. they're gonna get her in the next movie don't you worry and then she's gonna say yeah. yes we need to go to space this is big dumb loud action cars muscle people trying to save the world it is a little kind of self-aware for a little bit and then they're like now nah, we're just playing with you like this is another fast and furious type movie you know how it is these movies are dumb at this point and at i even turned to my brother at one point during the movie and we knew how dumb it was but we were like oh this is really dumb of them catching people on the hood of the car like it was like catching them on a pillow or someone running and Mm -hmm. jumping out of a skyscraper and then just landing perfectly these are essentially superhero movies at this point like these people are indestructible and whatnot they even bring in old members that apparently died but you know what we found a way to bring them back to life if you're a fast and furious fan you're obviously gonna love this family get a corona do your thing if you're looking for a movie this is probably not it Um, (laughs) again i had a good time with it where it was just big dumb loud action i knew what i was getting into but any sort of any like good writing or plot there's a lot of scenes that was one of the thing that stood out to me was there's probably five different scenes, a total of 20 minutes, that did nothing in this movie. Like, an example, these characters are in this room, people storm the room, they run out of the room, something happens, and then literally the next scene is they're back in the first room. Where did everyone go that they <laughs> ran from? And the whole kind of, like, how much time is between these two scenes? And I was like, why did they leave that in there? It did. It added nothing. Just like an action like a fight with Vin Diesel, and I'm sure he was like, no, leave that in the edit. So, Fast 9, baby. Fast 9 is available in theaters now. Like Jared said, you probably already saw it if you were going to. 
but it sounds like it's not changing your mind about Fast and Furious. We did also just find out Fast Fast 10, which someone online said should be called Fast 10, your seatbelts, <laughs> which I think is perfect, is going to be a two-part finale to the Fast and Furious so, universe until they spin off Dom and Letty and whoever the fuck else. So, so Fast 10 and Fast 11. Like no, Fast not, 10 part two. Yep. No. Yep. That's not fast how 10 math two. works. That's not math. It's Fast and Furious. If you think there's math in those movies, you're, gonna get the, you're on the wrong fucking, you're in the wrong theater, buddy. They've all had numbers in them and have gone in sequential, or I guess not all of them had numbers in them, but they, when they have had numbers in them, they're in sequential order. If it's going to be 10 part two, then it better be instead of a two hour movie, an hour movie a piece, because that's the only way it works. Otherwise it's well, fast 11. Well. You heard it here, Universal. Seth says you got to call it Fast 11. I'm sure they will Fast pass 11. up the opportunity to make a My pun in team. order to make the math work. I'm sure that's what they're going to do. <laughs> so if you uh, want to lose some brain cells, there's Fast 9 and The Tomorrow War. Fast 9 in theaters, Tomorrow War on Amazon. Werewolves Within is out as well. You can go see that, as well as America, the motion picture, which I'll be watching on July 4th on Netflix. And then Mayor of Easttown, its complete season, is available on HBO. If you have my password, you can go check that one out now. That's going to wrap up our reviews for the week. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I hated it. But we do have a preview. Jared got a hold of a screener for this. Is this maybe this? You'll have to tell us, Jared. I, I suspect this might be the most exciting screener that you've gotten so far. And we're going to get a little bit of a preview of something that's actually coming out a week from now. It's coming right for us! Yes, uh, Disney sent me the screener to Death of Smoochie 2. And man, oh man, <laughs> I am excited. Isn't it death too? It is. To I ruined that joke. Damn and it. What, wouldn't it be death too? Oh, dude, you're onto something there. Yeah, with the two. It's actually too smooch, too uh, furious. Is too smooch, too <laughs> death. But no, yeah. this is a uh, the black electric smooch. Yeah, electric smooch. Oh, that sounds gross. Uh, sounds like a really poorly designed sex machine. I got one. Jesus. Um, <laughs> You don't even have sex. You just kiss it. It's a machine to yeah, kiss Yeah, that's how you practice. It's the saddest sex toy ever. Yeah, you, you're sitting in your room during the summer when all the other kids are playing baseball in the yard, and you're just on Crying. your electric smoochaloo. Crying Jesus. while you're kissing it. Anyway. I really like feet. You're never going to talk about this movie. No, we're not. I was fortunate enough Disney sent me a link to uh, Black Widow, the upcoming MCU movie that we've been waiting over a year for it to come out essentially so it was nice to get back to the proper mcu the tv shows are still proper but you know a movie i'm gonna just kind of give an overview i, I will talk about it more after you fellas watch it and whatnot but i think that this was a, a solid story for the natasha character i do wish that this would have come out after civil war because it is set at that time and it feels right especially with kind of what happens in infinity war and Endgame to the character I'll just say that the best part of this movie is the family unit of family, David family. Harbor, Rachel Wise and Florence Pugh. Like each of them each brings this like unique dynamic to this dysfunctional family. David Harbor is so charming as this kind of like loof, a brooding character. Florence Pugh is fantastic. Like, they're probably going to use her forever in this MCU. They're going to find a way to somehow bring this character into any movie at some point, I'm sure, because she is fantastic and whatnot. I, it's an MCU movie. That's the thing is like, I had a good time with it, but I liked the family element the best or the most, the relationships that they had and the sarcasm that they were able to give off and the, you know, kind of well-placed humor. Again, it's not the most jokey, fun movie or, or I guess it's not like a Guardians of the Galaxy, I would say. Taskmaster is really cool. Yeah, obviously go check it out, people. If you're an MCU fan, action fan, anything, this is going to be a summer blockbuster type movie, so go and check it out. I'll have more to say oh, yeah. in the coming weeks. Yeah, more to come on Black Widow. That's going to hit theaters the weekend of July 9th, so next week everyone can go check that one out. Uh, but Jared is lucky and got it ahead of time, so that one's coming up. It's coming! And we got to get to one more thing so we can get you out of here. But I'm down to one more, one more 
nothing. I keep falling asleep trying to watch TV, <laughs> I, it, and it's it's becoming. Amen, brother. It's becoming a problem. I, I don't exactly know why, but I have I am Amen. like two weeks behind on a lot of TV. I'm way behind on. Well, I finally got around to Loki. I'm behind on Dave. I've even got like John Oliver, which I almost always watch the night of, but I've fallen asleep twice. I don't know what it is. Maybe I need to sleep more when I do on an average night so that I have the energy, or maybe I just need to watch TV during the day instead of waiting until super late, but it's pissing me off. Uh, and I, Seth, I know this was a problem for you in the theaters once upon a time, and I'm still not there yet, but it's getting really frustrating time to watch shit because I, I keep having to push it off because I wake up in the middle of it. It's, it's really getting on my nerves. <laughs> Let me know if you guys have a tip for that, for staying. Maybe I got to pinch myself every five minutes or something. I know you don't like caffeine, but that's honestly what it gets to for me is having caffeine while I'm at the theater. I have some mints that have caffeine in them that I will pop in during the movies if I'm starting to feel a little drowsy. Hey, pop them in, um, puppy. I'll have, to, I'll have to try some caffeine mints. and uh, Or just stick a finger up your butt when you're starting to feel tired. That mm-hmm. helps, too. Yeah. Well, I've been doing that. That's not helping. Get like a... Shot collared <laughs> butt plug. Oh wow! Exactly. That's yeah. uh. Stay tuned for uh, next week's episode where we go into that a lot more. <laughs> We're gonna spend a super long time talking about whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> my one more thing. I'm going to take the time and uh, platform here to brag about myself. Let's Over do it. on the TikToks. I think previously we had said that my biggest video was uh, 2.4 million. We have just surpassed that. We are at 3 what? million views, people. 3 Holy million views shit. for the biggest video. I'm retiring. I'm going to South Beach. That is all. <laughs> Man, what was the video? It was a stitch of myself where I said, what is the best five seconds in cinematic history? And then I took the five seconds of Scott Pilgrim where he jumps out the window. Where it's oh, like, fuck uh, yeah. Is That's here? good. No, he just left. He and, just left. Uh, <laughs> apparently hit, uh, you know, everyone's, oh, yeah, that's great scene and everything. But also, that, that's been, uh, I think, stitched thousands of times already. But it's very similar to the one that I did a handful of months ago where it was like, what movie scene is better with different music? People are digging it. So, cool. Yay me. Every time you hit a milestone, I say the same thing. It's well-earned. Uh, I know you put a lot into those, and so I'm glad it's catching on. And uh, for the folks out there who aren't part of that party, get on TikTok, if only to follow J-Buck Studios. We've brought him up a few times. He's covering the MCU. He's bringing you his comedy stuff, making you think about the movies you like. It's a good follow on TikTok, even if he wasn't a buddy, I would say that. And uh, a lot of folks out there are, are finding that out for themselves. So get over there on the TikToks. We'll link to it. You can find them on the website become a follower, and see how high we can push that Scott Pilgrim video. Maybe we can get it up to four yeah. if folks keep go clicking on that and sharing it around. And uh, I guess you, you get a little bit of cheddar for that, too. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, let's see, baby. Let TikTok Maybe know. I can retire. There you go. There you go. One other thing I have for you, Cody, for, and this will be my one more thing, but go into it. Watch shorter TV shows. Watch TV shows that are only a half hour. That, tip, mm, yep. that way, like, when the show ends, you either can decide whether I want to watch another one or if I just want to go to bed now. One half hour show I've been watching recently just premiered recently on Stars is Blind Spotting, which is a yes. direct sequel essentially, a sequel show to the movie. This one focuses on a Jasmine Cephas Jones character. Her name's Ashley. She's the girlfriend of uh, Miles, who is not David Diggs in that in the movie. I don't remember his name, but at the end of that movie, he goes to jail. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. And so the show takes place essentially right after that and the fallout from that. Really interesting, though, in terms of the style they're going for it. Whereas Blindspotting did a lot of rapping and things like that. The movie, the show, does Jasmine Cephas Jones. She will do, like, like poetry directly at staring at the camera, staring down the camera. A lot of stuff's happening behind her. It kind of feels almost like a play at times with different choreography that's going on in the background, too, with some of these moments where it's like she's in her head. So it's really cool what they do with some of the style. It's also funny, too, or pretty funny at times. Uh, it's like a mix of drama and, and comedy. But they were playing around with it. It's really experimental and cool. So I would recommend checking this one. If, you, if you've seen Blind Spotting, and if you haven't seen Blind Spotting, the movie, watch that and then watch the show. Fuck yeah. I uh, definitely am going to get that Star's Password and watch this. Love that movie. There if you, you haven't seen it. the movie, big recommend. Message. All right. I'm going to go check my texts and watch Blind Spotting. Also, Jasmine Cephas Jones is... <laughs> Get on Stars, watch Blind Spotting. get on TikTok and watch JB, and stay awake while you're doing it, and while you're watching TV. That's one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing.
nothing. Appreciate you guys joining us this week. Uh, if you're listening on Friday, we hope you enjoy your Independence Day weekend. Again, on the 4th, make sure you go check out America the Motion Picture. Uh, that got the thumbs up from Jared this week. Hit up the website uh, if you want to be part of the conversation. Join the comment stream there. Get on and go to the Meet the Guys page. That's where you can link to all of our socials, including JBuck TikTok. I think there's a link there. If not, I'll put one there. And make sure you follow all this stuff. I don't think that we got anything else for you. We'll see you on Monday with Socially Constipated. But that's going to wrap up this episode of the Entertainment Outhouse. That's Jared Buckendall. That is Seth Ott. I've been Cody Michael. And we'll see you next week. Bye.